everybody, welcome to episode 15 of the Harmonics Rock Band Podcast. On this week's show, we've got another segment of So You Want to Be a Game Developer, with two badass HMX ladies discussing how they got into game development. We've also got a raucous social segment with HMX Pope and HMX Casey discussing air guitar, with our resident celebrity and current Boston air guitar champion, Windhammer, aka HMX UI artist Rob Wager. After that, we've got our DLC roundtable with special guest, very special guest, HMX K-Fan, the most delicate flower of HR. But first, we kick things off with a sneak peek of HMX Thrasher's exclusive interview with the Data Remember. Check out the full interview video on the Rock Band Z. And now, on to the I Made of Wax Larry's actually was one of the most requested songs by fans in our game, so I'm pretty That's cool awesome. that um, through your label getting involved, we were able to get it in Rock Band Network. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Do you guys ever play your own songs in Rock Band? Have you played Downfall of Us All? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Neil, remember when we did I it? Did yeah, I, d I played it on Expert and definitely failed. <laughs> I thought I was an expert at it. I mean, yeah. you know, <laughs> I should be. Yeah. I wasn't. <laughs> Then a little 13 year old kid walked up. He's like, no, you gotta do it like this. He's just like, damn, 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 I quit. <laughs> I played it in front of like, they had the Rock Band 10 at Warp Tour, mm -hmm. and then when they got it, we had we didn't actually have to do one of those signings or like the competitions that day. So I just went there because we had a friend who worked in the tent, and he told us that it came in today. So I went in and played it. I was like one of the first people who played it. I remember who was with me. There was someone else with me, and we played it together in front of all these kids. And I had it on hard because I'm decent at rock band. But then that, that song just slayed me. Yeah, the second it's verse, man. It's, so it's a lot hard. harder on the game than it is in real life. Yeah, absolutely. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. A lot harder. Yeah. Um, so you guys toured Europe last summer, right? Yes. Yeah. Right after I think you guys were in Germany, we were in Germany on tour with the game. Oh, really? Oh, wow. And a lot of the German fans were like, uh, a day to remember, don't follow us all. Um, <laughs> so, and that was That's actually, awesome. yeah, how I got introduced to your band, because I was up on vocals going, da 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 Marissa Flaboris, and I'm a quality assurance tester. My name is Maitland Lederer, and I'm a software developer. Marissa, I know you're a gamer, and Maitland, are you into, are you a gamer at home and stuff like that? Um, I think I would consider myself a casual gamer. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I definitely played Rock Band and Guitar Hero and those before I came here, um, and a few other things, but I wouldn't consider myself a hardcore gamer. Cool, very cool. So how did you guys get started here in the industry at Harmonix? Well, I'm um, really good friends with Todd Robertson, who's a media artist here, and he knew I was into games, and for a while he kept pushing me to apply, and he said, you have to try to get a job here, it's awesome, you'd be good at it, and finally, after about four months of being lazy, I went for it, and here I am. I have been here now for about a year and a half, maybe longer now. 
cool. And some of you guys who see us on the road have met Marissa in person before because she is excellent. We frequently take her on trips, and she helps fun little boys in Germany get gold stars <laughs> when they're <laughs> on the rock band stages. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, yeah, so I know I know Eric Pope, and um, I've well, I'd been uh, a, a software developer for about uh, I guess five years before I started here, and uh, Pope knew I was looking for a new job, and he was talking about harmonics and just how, you know, how great it is to work here, and, you know, it seemed like a lot of fun, and I saw the article in the Globe and all that stuff, um, and so then I just, I applied, and <laughs> the rest is history. Cool. So, any ad- do either of you have any advice for, for people who are either trying to get their foot in the door at a studio or for you know kids who want to be software developers when they grow up or likewise people who want to get started with QA? Um, what sort of advice do you have for our lovely listeners in podcast land? Um, I would say if you're interested, just get yourself out there. Um, just know that it's a lot of hard work. Like being in quality assurance, it's not about playing games all day. It's a lot more involved in that. But at the end, it's it's a really rewarding experience. I, I would say keep at it. You know, when I first graduated from college, I I applied to a bunch of game studios, and most of them did not write me back, uh, let alone offer me a job. <laughs> but um, after I got a few years of experience, um, then you know it this opened up. So. Um, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's really cool to see something that you're working on, you know, get used by a lot of people, and it's cool to see your friends and family really enjoying something that you helped make. What up, y'all? What up, y'all? We're going to change the vibe for a second. For a second. I'm going to tell y'all like this. Shit out, right? Shit out. I might not be a religious man. Sometimes I gotta go and just praise the Lord, and I might not become. Um, so we're here today for our social segment, where we basically shoot the breeze on the podcast, but we actually have a, a topic which is which is different. Uh, we're here with a, a celebrity, um, quote unquote, quote unquote celebrity. The me? Nope, not you, Casey. The recently crowned Boston Air Guitar Champion, Windhammer, a.k.a. Rob Wakert. Wachert? Wykert? Yeah, that's good. Which one? The last one is good. Really? Wykert? Wykert? Yeah. That's the closest? I thought that was the furthest away. Wykert. It's always <laughs> the, the last place you look. <laughs> Hi, everybody! That was, that was Rob. So, so Rob is sort of two people. There's you, and then there's Windhammer. Um, yeah, I guess that's true. Although Windhammer is sort of a subset of Rob. And Windhammer, Windhammer is the onstage persona in the air guitar world. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And Windhammer tends to frighten people, whereas Rob, Rob does not. Uh, that's right. I found both delightful. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely like the chaps, the leather chaps. Yeah, people like the chaps. Yeah. So, so, you've been doing this for how long now, the air guitar thing? Uh, just about two years. The first two time years. I competed was 2008. And that was in Philly? <clears throat> yep. You used to live in Philly. I well, that was, the, that was the first time you competed? Mm-hmm. You won that, didn't you? Yeah, I won the first time I competed. Wow. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah, and it's a good thing, too, because um, when I first started doing this, I kind of thought, uh, I thought I would do it once, and that would be fun, and then I would 
get on with my life and do other things. Uh, and I have gotten on with my life and done other things, but I have also continued to compete in air guitar competitions, um, which uh, is pretty cool. And I've made a lot of friends through it too. So who knew? What got you started with it? Um, like competing or just the just idea of like going to it and competing? Yeah. Well, I mean, I've always, I've always air guitared. Um, you know, it's it's, uh, and I've probably, I've probably done it more than most people do, just because uh, I, I think I'm a pretty musical person, and uh, I'm a big rock and roll fan, and uh, but I never actually bothered to learn to be an actual musician, so this was sort of next best thing. Um, and uh, when I, I knew that there were competitions that happened, I didn't know exactly when or where or what the deal was, how it all came together. I'd seen like some random videos and stuff from like the world championships. Uh, and then when I saw Air Guitar Nation, which is a documentary from a few years ago um, that basically tells the story of the first US, uh, the first US champion and them trying to find a US champion. Um, uh, I saw that and I was like, oh, so this is, so this is the story. And that particular, that was 2003 was the first time they did it in the States. Um, and they, they had a New York champ and, a, and an LA champ and then they squared off against each other. And, and then that person went to Finland. It was uh, C. Diddy. Um, and um, so since then, of course, they've added lots more cities. And, um, and I said, OK, well, this, this looks like something I should do now that I know how it works. And I'm going to go, uh, presumably, to New York next year uh, and compete. But they actually came to Philly for the first time the following year. Um, and it was four days after I got back from a road trip. <laughs> I got back and I, I saw an ad in the paper like U.S. Air Guitar Championships Philadelphia and I signed up on the spot and uh, the rest is history. So do they actually have like an organization with money and stuff? Like how, or is it just, <laughs> is it just like a bunch money of people and that have stuff. fun? Like do they have an office? Like what? Uh, it's, they have a van. I, uh, I yeah. can't speak to exactly how the organization is uh, operates uh -huh. uh, but what they do is there's there's two guys in charge of everything um, the co-commissioners of US Air Guitar Kristen Rucker and uh, Cedric Devitz and um, they basically put together a tour every year where they visit X number of cities and get a champion from each city which then they all go on to compete in the uh, US championship uh, and then the winner of that of course goes on to the world championships in Finland um, so yeah, they basically just put together a tour every year that goes around and there's a handful of people on the tour, like Bjorn Turok, who's sort of the uh, uh, U.S. ambassador of air guitar, um, perennial second place finisher, um, <laughs> and Hotlicks Houlihan, who's the, the um, 2008 U.S. and world champion, uh, and a handful of other people that uh, just kind of make this happen. And, uh, and have a, a wonderful enthusiasm for it. And do they have like day jobs? Because like they have to travel around a bunch for this stuff. Yeah, well, I, I think it's, you know, they operate the same way anybody else who goes on tour every so often does. Gotcha. Um, so um, I know, for example, um, Air Traffic Control, the guy that uh, like plays the songs and uh, is occasionally a judge, um, uh, he uh, teaches English at San Quentin. Really? <laughs> yeah, which wow. is pretty fascinating. Um, other people, like, I, you know, uh, I think uh, Dan or Bjorn Turok is uh, primarily a freelance writer. Um, Hot Licks works in a recording studio. Um, you know, so people, you know, they have lives. They, uh, they just have lives that enable them to take a month or two off to go on tour and find good air guitarists. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So with, like, you know... All these colorful characters like Bjorn Turok and like Hotlicks Hand and the Windhammer, like, does Windhammer have like an arch rival 
like a <laughs> like a yeah. An arch rival. I don't have an arch rival, um, oh. but they're definitely. Or are you some? Or is is Windhammer someone's arch rival? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I mean, there's there's a pretty awesome camaraderie that happens, which is great. So like, um, there, I mean, there's nobody that takes this super seriously. I mean, there's there's a particular there are way that involved. Yeah. <laughs> well. I mean, there is something about it to be taken seriously. Um, just I don't know, just the fact that it's fun and it and it and you know we've all made a lot of good friends out of it, which is great. Um, but as far as competition goes, I don't think there are I mean, there there probably are people that get bent out of shape when they get bad scores or something. But I don't think those people. Last but not that. like on the character side of things. I think that would be kind of cool. Like like, re- like like pro like wrestling. Yeah. Wrestling, yeah, but exactly. but not and, quite as lame. Yeah. There, and <laughs> Come there on. Is, there is sort nothing of a, lame about wrestling. <laughs> well, there is sort of a pro wrestling thing that's yeah. going on here, and it was with all the personas and the funny names and yeah. Um, but now I I don't have an arch enemy as such. They're like I had three second place finishes last year, and um, and I think you know for the sake of the audience, there was a lot of glaring on my part at the <laughs> at the people that won. But um, but no, I mean there's well for one thing, Windhammer doesn't talk, so there's not any like you know you could do a photo blog of <laughs> you just like ripping apart pictures. Of yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I mean I couldn't do like the. The wrestling thing where they talk about like you know next week at the smackdown i'm gonna blah blah you know so what you're saying is the Windhammer needs a hype man i want to be <laughs> yeah. i want to be the paul bearer undertaker you could be as mr fuji well paul yeah. bearer didn't talk either did he yeah he, he did he was he a weird... talk like this oh. <laughs> except without the giggling <laughs> you should do you should like but not even be a different character you should be paul bearer <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly i think they're like uh the the, um, the 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 sort of rivalry that happens is even even outwardly to the audience is still pretty friendly. Like when the top five people are announced at the end of the first round that go on to the second round, everybody gets up on the stage and everybody kind of like hugs each other or high fives or whatever. So yeah. it's the camaraderie, I think. The one I was at, there seemed to be more animosity between the two camps in the audience. Where uh, <laughs> yeah, Danny Danny Temper Tantrum, Danny Tanner Tantrum, sorry. Yeah. Like his his fan base and and your fan base were screaming at each other a yeah. lot and yeah. booing it yeah yeah that, that totally does happen people have <laughs> rabid fans the first time I competed in Philly I had a, a whole bunch of my Philly friends came out to the show and unbeknownst to me they were like venomously heckling everybody else Whoa. even even uh, the host which mm-hmm. that night that night was was hot lick so like for example he came out and, and um, introduced himself and said, you know, I was the 2006 uh, U.S. champ. <laughs> a friend of mine yelled out, stop living in the past. <laughs> um, yeah. And I mean, that's a Philly thing, too, just to be a total jerk. Butthead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, uh, what's your favorite song to air guitar to? Um, that's a good question. Um, I mean, the ver- the first time I did it, there, like I immediately knew exactly what song I was gonna do. I knew what my stage name was gonna be. I knew everything, and that song was a um, was a song by this band Lost Horizon, which is this Swedish power metal band that's like, like, <laughs> sort of Highlander influenced. Whoa, <laughs> sign me up. They're all about like the power of their will, and they wear like Braveheart makeup and stuff, and it's amazing. Anyway, they have this <laughs> they have this song. <laughs> called Sworn in the Metal Wind. <laughs> and, like, it's hilarious, but it's also completely awesome. Like, it's a, if, if you're... If Sounds you're, like Man of War. Yeah, they're, they're totally Man of War worshippers. That's except, awesome. Uh, as opposed to Man of War, in my opinion, anyway. They can really play. Hmm. Um, 
Uh, yeah, so like... Yeah, I'm taking offense to that. But. Manowar <laughs> feud. Windhammer versus Manowar yeah. right now. <laughs> Call Ross the boss. I, you know, I saw Manowar once. Once. Lucky. Once was enough. I'd love to see them live. I recommend seeing them once, but you don't need to see them after. Did they have I the hear loin... once is enough. <laughs> I heard it. I just heard that too. Yeah. Did they have the loincloths and everything? Uh, I don't think so. Is it loincloths or loincloths? <laughs> <laughs> I think the first. Oh, uh, that's stupid. But anyway, yeah, so that, that, <laughs> that song... Uh, that that was a, an instant like I have to do this. Of course I have to do this, um, and I've I've I try not to repeat myself. So like each year I, I pick something else, um, and sometimes multiple somethings else. Um, so I'm not even 100% sure what I'm going to do for the finals this year, because um, I did I did Anthrax when I won in Boston. It was um, awesome. That was, was awesome. Really and it's, it's the stage setup too. You sort of have to adapt to what you've got, because like in Boston, you had a drum riser that you could play with and jump off of. That's right. Is that is that not usually the case? Or? It totally, yeah, it totally depends. So, for example, I did that same exact routine in Philly two days later, uh, and there was no drum riser. And there's like a little jump that I do that is like a hundred times cooler when it's off of a drum riser as opposed <laughs> to like onto the same plane yeah. that I yeah. was just on. Um, yeah. So there's definitely a lot of adapting. I've performed on like pretty big stages and really really tiny stages that are not even really stages mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah you have to be pretty versatile that way so even though you won in boston you still competed in philly afterwards i did um i was already signed up to compete in philly for one thing um i'm originally from philly so i i i you know just wanted to go do that see if i could take back my crown if need be the need apparently did not arise um and all my i have tons of friends in philly yeah. and you know bring bring the wind hammer to them had you won in philly would they have let the second place person go to the finals no basically um i what i did in philly was just an exhibition oh okay it was like the halftime show <laughs> so nice. um yeah that's awesome yeah so did you was, do the same anthrax song yeah i did the same thing basically yeah. Um, Good. More people need to have seen that. Yes, I agree. <laughs> awesome. I, I regretted I not bringing the video camera. Uh, I would have put it on rockband.com. Oh, you would have gotten a lot of ladies. Well, we'll see what happens at the finals. Um, uh, being someone from Philly, did you hear the news today? Uh, there, there's a topical. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> there was a Philadelphia Phillies fan yes, there was. who uh, his his there he was at the game. And apparently his friend got kicked out for being too much of a drunken butthead. And the fan was sitting next to uh, an off-duty police captain, who was the one who got him kicked out. Uh, the police captain had to be with, with, with his 11-year-old daughter. So this Philly fan was mad that his friend got kicked out. So to retaliate, he put his fingers down his throat and barfed all over the little girl and oh the cop. Oh my god, what? Yep. Yeah. So uh, how do you feel about that? Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> On one hand, I, I have to admit there's something kind of funny about that. The, yeah, well, absolutely. It's, it's just one of those things that's so <laughs> awful that you can't help but laugh. Yes. Uh, but it's cartoonish. He's apparently being held on like $30,000 bail. <laughs> Good. No, that's that's awful. Like Barf bail. There's, there's absolutely no excuse for that. I know Philly fans uh, have a reputation for being like really um, terrible. Uh, and actually, that extends to air guitar as well. The the, the Philly show that I, I was kind of relieved I didn't have to compete uh, this year in Philly because each year it gets more um, harsh. Yikes! And it was really it was a rough crowd this year. Yikes! Um, but yeah, I mean Philly's uh, renowned for um, 
throwing snowballs at Santa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Veterans Stadium, which no longer exists, they actually had a courthouse in the stadium <laughs> so that people could be oh my God. convicted and prosecuted more expediently. And that's just efficient. Like, I was proud of that. That's amazing. Um, but on the other hand, like, so yeah, Philly, that's a thing. But wow. I, I will say that I don't think that there are Philly people that are looking at this this guy who barfs on children uh, as somebody that <laughs> look, they are proud look. of. Let's not let's not slander him. Child, he barfed on <laughs> a child. Fair enough. That we know. Of. That we know. All right. Could be children. Yeah, could be habitual. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's uh, he's not. He's he's not. Oh, and he's from Jersey too. So <laughs> uh, I should point that out. Um, yeah, but no, that's that's. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the kind of thing you you want to hear about people doing. I mean, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I wanted to hear about it because it was funny, but I didn't want to. You didn't want it to happen. Yeah. Right. Um. Wow. Yeah. So uh, you've gone to a lot of co- competitions. You've watched a lot of people. Like, you got any favorite uh, other air guitarists? Oh yeah. Um. Well, I mean, it's funny. There there are certain aspects of the competition that are arbitrary. You never quite know what to expect from the judges. Um, a lot of it also has to do with how the crowd reacts and you never quite know what, what to expect from the crowd. Um, and so somebody being totally awesome is not all there is to it. Uh, but there are some people that are totally awesome always. And like it, it works out for them because of that. And the crowd can't not be into it and the judges can't not be persuaded. Um, and those people, those are the people that, that tend to rise to the top. Um, some Can of my favorites. It? Yeah. Hmm? Oh yeah. So so some of my favorites, uh, Hot Licks is definitely way up there. If you've ever seen him perform, he's just got this amazing charisma. Um, and it, he's it, just all the elements are in the right place. He uh, as the, he was the MC of the Boston event. Oh, no, oh, I'm no, sorry. He, that was that was Bjorn. That right, was Bjorn. yeah. He was, he was a judge, judge though. Yeah, he's, he's judging a lot of the competitions this year. He actually recently retired. But he's he's amazing. Um, there's, uh, there's a lot of great people. There's a... Uh, um, uh, a guy in San Francisco who goes by the name Awesome. <laughs> um, he's another one of my favorites. Um, he makes good use of the crowd too, and like confetti guns, and and he's got wow. this amazing fro, and and uh, he's got good merch. <laughs> um, that's yeah. This this is another thing. Like there's you know there's there's more to it than simply the performance. Like you know costume tends to make a difference. Even even like funny merch stuff. Yeah, Windhammer has a logo now. Have you thought of selling merchandise at the shows? I know you have stickers. Um, Yeah, I do have stickers now. There's going to be t-shirts. Probably won't sell them at the shows, but I'll I'll sell them online. Nice. I've been putting the stickers up in the Central Square T station, but they keep getting taken down. That's preposterous. (laughs) Actually, speaking of that, you have a a custom belt buckle with the Windhammer logo on it. Which injured you during the competition. Yeah, I couldn't help but notice during the competition. So it's a big W that points up in the middle it's, and uh, it looks like a hammer you were rocking out so hard it appeared that the w stabbed you in the stomach really bad because you had a big red welt did i yes yeah i i did not even notice really no wow. you're rocking um, too hard yeah <laughs> well i mean i've 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 had minor injuries but i always i always have huge bruises on my knees because i never wear knee pads and i always wind up coming down really hard on my knees mm. um the I once had like a studded belt on, and apparently studded belts plus windmill strums don't go well mm. together. So my arms got all scraped up. Um, but this I didn't even know that the Windhammer belt buckle had uh, done anything to me. Yeah. So oh, it, uh, oh, there it is right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I did think of that because it's a big belt buckle with a big point <laughs> coming right up. 
Um, but I like that it sort of reinforces the notion that Windhammer bows to no one. <laughs> nice. Uh, nice. I like that. Because he can't. <laughs> Um, this was my first experience seeing uh, an air guitar championship, and I have to admit, and I've already told Casey this, like, leading up to it, I was so hesitant. I was like, oh, man, I really want to support Rob, but what if, what if it's Anytime really you uncomfortable? Any... I don't yeah. know. I don't know how it's going to... I Honestly, I was a jerk. I was like, I I'm so worried. Uh, and it was amazing. Like, start, start to finish, uh, an amazing time. So much fun. Awesome. Um, I think if anyone has one in their city, they should go to it. I agree. Where, where can people find out about... Uh, usairguitar.com is, is where it's all happening so that shows um, tour dates and they keep a blog of what's going on and, and, and uh, for people great. to actually compete is there any barrier to entry like can you just sign up yeah you can just sign up I mean there's an entry fee um, and in, in some cities there's um, an, age, an age limit where you, um, you have to be at least 18 or at least 21 I think in almost all the cities you have to be at least 18 and in some of them you have to be at least 21 um, and uh, yeah, but that's yeah, all that info is on there. Cool. And, uh, I encourage people to get involved. So, uh, as like, so as someone who's more than uh, like almost an air guitar professional, um, how do you how do you see air guitar as it relates to like the rock band experience? Um, I mean, there's there's a lot. There's obviously a lot of uh, a lot of things they have in common. Uh, both of them, I think, allow people to just have a, a, a very particular sort of. Um, expression of how they feel about music that they're hearing yeah. and I think um, you know the the, the go-to criticism of rock band or air guitar is that you know why don't you learn to play a real guitar you know and in some in some sense that's valid in that like you know it would be cool if more people learned to play the real guitar. totally mm -hmm. uh, but on the other hand like not everybody really wants to do that yeah. <laughs> and I don't think they should be faulted for finding an alternative means of Absolutely. of having a similar kind of experience none of them are claiming to be like a replacement for yeah exactly it's about it's about <clears throat> a, finding a way to connect to music with a lower barrier to yeah. entry exactly and that's exactly I think what these two have in common the most is that it's 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 an it's an immediate connection to the music that's a little bit different than just passively listening um, and I think that's what draws people to stuff like this uh, the and the other thing that's that's kind of cool is um, since I've been working here and doing all this air guitar stuff, I after many 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 years of not doing it, I finally actually picked up a guitar and I started learning to play the guitar. Sweet. And honestly, I don't think I would have done that um, without getting involved in air guitar competitions and without uh, rock band. Seriously, yeah, like man. so, take that haters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of that, wasn't I, I believe a couple years ago there was some kerfuffle? Uh, wow, kerfuffle! Yeah, kerfuffle. I that sounds serious. Somebody in the air guitar community bad mouthing the idea of a, of a rock band or rhythm gaming. Oh, really? Yeah, because it, it might have been a publicity thing. Because I think it was when the championship was in town. You said maybe for the 2008 was the first time uh, in Philadelphia. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. Because I remember I was working here at the time and like. There was something that made its way into the Globe or the Herald in Boston. Huh. Yeah. Well, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, it was like, a, it was. it's on the book somewhere. Look it up. Yeah. I'll All right. If you don't it. know about it, then we'll move on. Yeah. So, well, that person should know that uh, uh, Hotlix Houlihan, uh, our former U.S. and world champion, uh, actually did motion capture for Rock Band, Rock Band 2. That's awesome. And speaking of which, that's great. Speaking of which, uh, you were hired for, you know, your obvious other talents. 
But, uh... <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, I mean, he's so handsome. I thought so. No, uh, well, Rob does a lot of, like, UI design here and a lot of usability design, um, and that's his role at harmonics, but, uh... I was wondering, you know, with Rock Band 3 coming out this fall, if you could talk about how, how Windhammer has contributed. <laughs> uh, well, uh, it's funny you should ask that. Uh, and on the heels of my mention of uh, motion capture, because I had my first motion capture experience um, just uh, back in the fall for Rock Band 3. And uh, I don't know how much I can really say about that, except for the fact that I... Yeah, don't divulge secrets. Yeah. But if you could talk about, like, the experience of, of doing motion capture. Yeah, did you wear the, the suit? The, the uh, yeah, suit? I wore the suit with the, uh, the ping pong balls on it. And uh, it was really fun. I mean, it was basically a chance to kind of do what I do anyway. <laughs> uh, pretend to play music. Uh -huh. um, but, like for something completely different um and the results like it'll be pretty awesome to see the results in the game so we're like you know we're playing the game now trying to get it ready but like have you seen when like playing the game have you been like oh my god that's that's I, my windmill <laughs> i actually i have not yet um and i don't know if that means the stuff's not in there or i just haven't noticed because usually when i'm playing the game i, I it's it's kind of hard to pay attention to the the uh the the tracks and also the stuff that's going on behind them but uh i haven't seen any, any of my own stuff yet um and i'm told that because i asked around i'm like i asked other people that have done it like hey have you, have you ever like seen your stuff in the game they're like oh yeah i recognize it immediately <laughs> so i'm assuming i will too uh, that's gonna be exciting yeah. yeah that'll be awesome i'm really i'm really psyched about that so you're basically just in a big room <clears throat> and someone someone from here is just shouting out different moves for you to do <laughs> uh sort of so um so kelly scott uh uh did most of the direction, at least for the shoots I was on. Um, and she sort of gave did me she insult you the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> Kelly's a bit of a firebrand. <laughs> uh, just only a little bit. Uh, no, but she, she sort of, there were very particular shots that they wanted, and um, I would just kind of go in with that direction and do, uh, do my version of what they were looking for. So like, yeah, you know, they, they play a song that was a certain BPM and then, you know, go in and, and get a, like, headbang the hell out of this one and really freak out or, you know. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was, there were very specific shots they needed uh, that it was, that I could kind of move around within. Cool. Yeah. I'd love to see a motion capture uh, session. That'd be, uh, that would make a good I was video. I was on the way, I was so bummed out. Um, we do all, we do, we just started doing a lot of motion capture in the studio and I was like late for something one night, and I was running out, and I saw Rob <laughs> and uh, McLean Deemer uh, straddling up to the motion capture area in the suits. I was like, I can't believe I have to miss Just this. Walking through uh, the halls of harmonics, like headed headed to, towards <laughs> the cameras, and I was like, Ah, oh, I can't believe I have to leave right now, and I can sit and watch this. It's it's an interesting thing to behold, <laughs> uh, and there is video of all the of all there's video of all the shoots uh, that. I guess won't be publicly available, so yeah. there's no point in talking. Maybe, maybe, maybe after, yeah. maybe after it comes out, that'd be very. I'd love to see that. I so. think we've released some behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'll work on that. Well, yeah, I mean, if uh, given the, the company's blessing, I will certainly share some of my footage uh, with uh, with my friends on the social networks. <laughs> cool. Well, I think this has been a good a good sit down. I agree. You're not gonna ask me about my my championship. Oh, Casey, <laughs> tell me about. Your, I want a thing! Your, no. Your championship uh, magic tournament. 
<laughs> You're really good at magic, though, right? <laughs> I'm all right. I, I mean, like, I, I, I don't. I, didn't I know, was just joking. I know. I was just... Wait, I, I know literally nothing about magic besides it's a card game. So, are people better or worse than other people, or is it just based on what you have for cards? All right. First of all, I can't believe we're actually talking about it's this. It's a social segment. Se- second of all, uh, yeah, there is like skill involved. So in it's like a, you're a good poker player. Yeah. You gotta know when you're when to the tap white. It's so true. Fold them or tap that's, white. That's pretty much what I know about. There is holding. Tapping There's not white. so much folding. But there is white tapping. Yeah. Whatever that, that sounds. Yeah. God grenades. <laughs> goblin grenades. <laughs> I played magic once 15 years ago. Is it a grenade I, that explodes goblins out no, of it? No, it's a goblin that explodes and deals oh, wow. what is it, good five too. damage. So many damage. Yeah, I, I, that's that's already past my. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Well, thanks, guys. Good talk. Um, good if, oh. Uh, you want to plug my magic podcast? Yep. Yeah, coming soon. <laughs> Awful. All right, thanks, guys. And once again, on behalf of myself, uh, HMX Pope, uh, HMX Casey, and uh, do you have a do you have an HMX tag? I wrote for the site once under HMX Windhammer. HMX Windhammer. Yeah. Uh, hope you enjoyed this. And segment. I might not Bye. become Bye. the best of men, but sometimes. I gotta go in this praise, praise, praise Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to preach or nothing, but you know, you can't deny that Sometimes you get touched, you know that? It's crazy, you can't explain it, but it's crazy Hey everybody, it's the DLC Roundtable! have three singles coming out and starting off with Busted we have the song Thunderbirds Are Go. We also have a song by Flyleaf called Again and the ever popular Silver Chair single Tomorrow. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. And in case you missed it we did release last week a three pack of Coheed and Cambria including Guns of Summer, We Are Juggernaut and The Broken. We also released Susie and the Banshees' song, Peekaboo. Yes. Yes. Uh, Supergrass's Sun Hits the Sky and the Violent Femmes' American Music. Yeah. I like American music. I love American music. Do you like American music? I like American music. I like a lot of good music. Hey. I like Susie and the Banshees. Yes. (laughs) Peekaboo. Yeah, I'm really excited we finally get some uh, Violent Femmes. I've wanted them for a while in the game. Yes, the Femmes are awesome. I'm glad that they went with uh, not that one song that everyone knows. Who <laughs> 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 I mean, that one song that, that everyone one song knows. That one song that everyone knows. That people okay. sing incessantly. Well, I just yeah. want to mention, we have a special guest today in this oh. DLC Roundtable, Mr. Kevin Fanning. Oh, yeah. he, did, hey, you know, he did air quotes when he said special. <laughs> that was weird. The resident yeah. harmonics Bevpert. Yeah, he's a Bevpert. People seem to like your segment about the beverages. So. We're gonna do. We're gonna do another. Yeah, I think people will like that. Awesome. We're hey. gonna try to incorporate you into as many segments as we can. <laughs> hey, caveman. Because we're so not busy. Do you want to plug your book? Um, oh, is that like relevant? Yeah. yeah well, you sure. can download it, you can right? Download it, so it's DLC. So it's yeah. <laughs> uh, you will be able to soon. Yeah. So I have a book about like I'm the uh, I'm the recruiter. I try to um, help people find jobs, and I have a book called Let's All Find Awesome Jobs. That's about how to um, like get through the like tricky process of interviewing and applying and all that kind of stuff and um it's like an actual book and it, it, there'll be like kindle and ipad versions very soon cool Sweet. Yay. so if you got someone interviewing at harmonics who has read your book and then spits it back at you oh. would you be more more or less likely 
to give them the job? Uh, well, I'm giving them the keys for success, so I suppose uh, I'd be very incredibly likely to give them the job. Mm. Not that I have any actual decision-making right. power <laughs> That's here. true. At all. That's so true. buy that book and uh, <laughs> confirmed job at harmonics. <laughs> In other news, Kat and I are wearing the same shoes today. We are wearing oh the same shoes today. Yeah. They're wearing Crocs, guys. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> you can't see them. Slice your tongue right out of your poopy head. <laughs> Uh, totally not planned. Allie and I just both have amazing fashion sense when it comes to modern footwear. Here, here. Yep. Wow. So um, guys, yeah. silver chair. Yeah, that's silver like, chair. That's pretty fun. Oh, that's like a, that's like a song from back in the day. That like, is. Way back so in the day. That is a serious high. throwback. And like people, when that song came out, it was like, oh, they're like a knockoff of like other bands. But like then they like, I don't know. They're, but then they're, you found they're out they were like Right, they were kids. Yeah. Yeah. Australian and like super, super good. And like that song's like totally like, Test of time. Yeah. Yep. And, and he has that super, I remember being shocked, you know, when, when you're a kid and you hear that, and he had that super rich, deep voice. Yep. Yeah. And he's barely crossed the threshold of puberty. Yeah. <laughs> Although well, now, it's true, he had. Yeah. Now, like, oh. now they, they released a new wow. album a couple of years ago with a totally <laughs> different sound. It was like, kind of, it, it was still, it was still rock, but it was much more like adult contemporary rock. Mom rock? Yeah, well, I, I mean, I still, I still liked it. I still enjoyed it. But I think I remember telling you guys at my, at my old job, um, the girl who was, who did research with me, was like my polar opposite. I mean, we looked completely opposite, like had completely opposed viewpoints and everything political, and totally different tastes and everything. But we were like really, really good friends. And then one day she's like, "Hey, I'm getting tickets to see Silverchair. Do you want to come with me?" And I literally fell out of my chair and was like. Why are you going to see Silverchair? Do you, how do you know who that? And she was like, Oh, they're like my favorite band. Yeah. And I and she was like, Yeah, here is their new album. It's really amazing. And so she she gave me their new album, and I was pretty surprised. So Silverchair yeah. brought you together. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And I think that Flyleaf song has been one that people have been looking forward to. Like yeah. That. I think people have been pretty excited. We get a ton of requests for Flyleaf. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pretty rocking. Yeah. Fly yeah, lady vocalists. Yeah. People always ask for Kogi too, so that. Yeah. Yeah, we satisfied that Kogi itch. And we try to give people what they Those are tracks from the new album, right? The Kogi yeah. tracks? Yep. That's pretty exciting. Hey. Aaron wrote up a nice article about it, which uh -huh. you can find on the rock band Zine. That's true. Yeah. yeah, and people should also check out the, the interview you guys did with him. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, that's true. We uh, Aaron and I, HMX Henry and I, interviewed uh, Claudio from Cohesion Cambria a few months back. A lot, actually, almost a year ago. It was a while ago yeah. now. Mm -hmm. We'll have to throw that link up to the yeah. uh, below the podcast so you guys can check out that interview again. Yeah, check it out. Can you believe we've been doing podcasts for that long? No, that hasn't been that long. Podcast, yeah. First podcast. Wait, is this like September? September. So we still oh, yeah. have a while. So it was like last before summer. the one year anniversary yeah. of the podcast. Yeah, we got a while. We could round up. You could. So this could be like the six month anniversary. Yeah. Guys, we've been doing this for 10 years. Yeah! It's the reunion special. Still going strong. <laughs> the Thunderbirds Argo track oh, yeah. anything to do with like Thunderbirds Argo, like a really old, like crazy puppet TV I don't know. I don't know. At least the title has to. You know, when I was in middle school uh, in Saugus, they did this team thing, and my team was the Thunderbirds. Whoa. So it was like a red, sort of Native American-looking bird. Wow. What? Yeah. 
Yeah, that show is so funny. That it's all puppets. It's all old puppets with the like spaceships blasting yeah, out of volcanoes on strings. Like it was. Isn't that what Team America was based on? I think so. The same style, yeah. And then they, they remade it to like an actual movie, Thunderbirds Argo. Huh. Probably five, maybe longer than that, years ago. It was all CG and stuff. With my my only frame of reference for Thunderbirds is whose lines it anyway. <laughs> In the British version, they'd always be like, okay, now we're going to take a style for you to act in. And someone would inevitably say Thunderbirds, which is weird. I guess it was big in Britain. And then they'd all act like Yeah, crazy jangly puppets. Hmm. Yeah. Good story. Yeah, true story. Well, that's <laughs> the next time funny. anybody goes to one of Mr. Pope's improv shows, just I'll do yell it. out Thunderbirds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Thunder Cats go, too. Thunder Cats are go. Thundercats. Thundercats. Yeah, Thundercats. Are I don't think that's what uh, Thundercats are kill loose. A Thunderbird. <laughs> oh, I would like to see a Thundercat versus Thunderbird fight. Speaking of Thundercats, I think we decided within the last week that uh, Steph is um, Snarf. Oh yeah. Steph, yeah. Steph is the community pit Snarf. Snarf. Does that make Cat Chitara? Yes. <laughs> nice. oh. This is you have to run like this. You run. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it's keep not. Up. <laughs> keep up. This is nowhere close to the nerdiest conversation. Oh, so, all right. Yeah. That's the DLC pound table this yeah, week. Yeah, pound. Call a pound episode 15 of the Harmonics Rock Band podcast. For more news, head to rockband.com and make sure to sign up for our newsletter where we give you the best and brightest of rock band information. That's all for this week. I'm H.I.K. Foundation. Nice. I'll take Drake.